Hey everybody, welcome back to the Forward Podcast. I'm your host, Lance Armstrong. Got a killer show this week. I've been a big fan of uh, of the band Strand of Oaks and um, sort of the, the brain behind it, Timothy Showalter, for a number of years. And uh, he and I had kind of a, a Twitter romance relationship uh, over the years just because the, the, for their fourth record, Heal was such a smashing, smashing success, and I, I just fell in love with that record. And so, I've been a big supporter of his for a long time, and totally honored to have him on the show this week. Um, the, uh, the The interesting thing is that uh, for this is the first show that I've done in my new Forward Podcast Studio that I've um, remodeled here in Austin. So. Uh, Thank you to Timothy for coming over and breaking it in. Plays three live songs, including, and I want you to hang around for this one because it's amazing, uh, an unbelievable Bruce Springsteen cover that is not to be missed. Uh, In other news, it was kind of a a good news, bad news here. The bad news is it was a sad week as the world lost Don Rickles. And I just, I only bring this up because he was kind of a comedic genius but I had, a, I had a Don Rickles story from about 10 years ago. I had just retired for the first time, which I should have stayed retired, but another subject. Uh, and I'm at a restaurant in Malibu, and I hear this guy behind me that's, that's, I think he's talking to me, but I hear this voice that says, Hey, kid, what are you going to do this summer? And, and I hear it, and he says it again and again. Hey, kid, what are you going to do this summer? And finally I realize... This person's talking to me, so I turn around, and it's Don Rickles. And he just thinks it's the funniest shit in the world because he knows that that July, I won't have anything to do. Uh, but it was uh, it was sweet to meet him, and he was actually with uh, the great American contemporary modern artist, Ed Roche. And that was my first opportunity and chance to meet uh, Ed Roche, who, who was you know one of my favorite artists for a long, long time. And um, we'll miss you. Don and uh, you know I found something to do that summer we all do and then uh, in other news before we get to Timothy uh, we do the endurance brand the endurance attitude the endurance platform announced another event the Texas 100 June 3rd go to the website texas100.com check it out one thing I just want to add I think the perception is because there's a little bit of dirt slash gravel in it that people think it's a hundred miles of dirt and gravel. There's only three miles. So just chill out. It's all good. It's smooth. Um, but check it out. Texas com, June 3rd, right here in central Texas. Come ride with us. It's a limited field. So hurry up and sign up before it's full. And, um, hope you guys had a good weekend and have a great week. One last thing. Email me questions, comments, concerns, the forward podcast at we do sport.com. Thank you for tuning in. Here comes Timothy. Tim, man, thanks for being here. Thanks, Lance. This is, we talked about this, but this is the first podcast in the new studio it looks awesome dude that thank you and you instantly feel it when you walk in i was like okay this is a place where you can talk i'm trying to get it i'm trying to get it get that vibe right yeah you know? well it's here it's just there's uh 
oftentimes you're just like a room express. It's just like with a making music, like in a studio. Yeah. You go in and you're like, I can't make music in right, here. No. And then you go into another place like I can make. Right. I can make music in here, and this feels that has that same vibe. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I've shown that most of the listeners if they check Instagram or whatever, they've seen pictures. But this is like the first actual. That's live. fantastic. And we're all stressed about the sound because it was a little, it was a little echoey at first. And so, I was telling you a minute ago, I made a, me and a buddy made an emergency trip to Lowe's the other day to buy like carpet. And, yep. And like put it under everything. And actually, when you anytime you put something on the wall, it helps. Like because it, it it breaks down the reflection slightly and it absorbs what if we put the metal sound. on the wall that wouldn't help that wouldn't help but like anything that has uh contour or sticks out a little bit instantly yeah. you know uh like slightly eliminates yeah. it so yeah but then if you go into like an unbelievably treated room it actually feels strange and disoriented because it's like a vacuum right so dead like yeah the sound is boom yeah um all right, I, I, then I don't want this question to sound weird, but, I, it, but I'm curious. I'm ready for weird. Okay, well, we're going to we're gonna get to weird. I read enough about your ass oh, to know shit. we're getting to weird. Just that stereo gum Rated article R. where you let a journalist go party with you, that's, that was some weird shit, but we're, let's get to that. I loved it. Um, is Strand of Oaks a solo actor or is it a band? I consider it in... Uh, a metaphor terms like i built a boat and i'm the captain mm -hmm. but there's room for everybody in it yep so and i i don't necessarily have to be the captain all the time but i do feel like i write the songs and the lyrics simply because it's like my extension of my head into music and after that though it becomes a collaboration yep you know because i i kind of write pretty simple songs and like musically, but there is a lot of space in them to grow bigger and bigger and bigger. Like the the skeleton of the songs is extremely simple. Like a first year guitar player could play my yeah. songs. Yeah. But what, what I do with them then is bring in like collaboration, especially like yeah. some of the most talented people I know. Like, right. and then it's amazing to see them run with simple ideas and how you can, you know, extend them and. But yeah, I mean, it's my. If I ever have someone else like help me write a song, the band name has to change. Right. Like if you go, and I, <clears throat> I, I, I was, you know, reminded of, or you know, thought about this because I went to Wikipedia, and if you type in Strand of Oaks, yeah. or type in your name, Strand of Oaks comes up, you know, and it, it doesn't. I was just curious. I, you know, I don't know. Because um, it, it does like, and I think I named it instead of my name. Yeah. I think it made it better because it was. It allows it to be a bigger feeling. I right. feel like if, unless you're Neil Young, or you know, like it, it, like it would allow me to have different bands and different like size bands. If it was my name, it felt like it would be more determined, or there would be like yep. stricter rules to so it. So every tour, you got, I mean, you get different guys come in and out. Or I mean, it's it's some it's rotating a lot, but you know, I've had the same drummer forever, yep. and uh, right now my band is. I, I made the decision to like. I'm getting older and like I'm away I'm from home a lot. Old. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so I want to be have a support structure, like a strong team with me. Yeah. And not only musicians, but like my bassist Jim and my guitarist Jason, they've been my friends. Like Jason's my best friend. Yep. So I've got my best friend on the road with me and he's, you know, vegan, straight edge, like so he's a nice counterbalance to 
to you my uh <laughs> tendency to your mo yeah <laughs> yeah i want i want to see that tattoo there i read about the survive tattoo oh yeah i, I didn't know you had a that's a that's a that's a big deal for it's, me i know yeah. i know man i didn't know that that it was in one of the articles and you referenced it in the article and um i mean it was it's not subtle no, it's big. It, it, that's the entire. Uh, it's my own forearm. Forearm. Yeah. I mean, I just. I, and that's your. Th I mean, you, you've been through some shit. Yeah. And that's as have I. You know. Exactly. And I'm. I mean, that's why I felt like. That's why I wanted to talk to you. I feel like people find, like there's mm. a there's a there's a earnestness that happens when you have to go through mm. things and you lose that cynical bullshit that like, you can you know like you. you you're forced to become more real mm. and look at life, remove some filters yep. when the safety net is removed from what other, you know, all experiences are relative. So whatever people go through, but you know, for me at least it was just something I needed and I wrote it this way. So it would be, I read it. So it reads as if, you know, when I wake up in the morning, my arms out like that, like a reminder. Yeah. And yeah. you know, it's, it was, Especially, you know, for I mean, the ironic thing is, I got this thing typical in my life. I got this thing like when I was making the record heal, mm. but two weeks after I got it, we got <laughs> my wife and I got in like a near fatal car accident, right? The, yeah, the car wreck, but we on survived the on the, yeah, but it was. I didn't get it. Everybody's like, "Oh, you got that after the car accident." I was like, "No, I got yeah. it two weeks." But my understanding was you had it. You got it after the car wreck. No, it was. I just got it because like my head was, you know, trying to get over, move over some big roadblocks in my life. Yeah. And then, two weeks later, yeah. I mean, that's what I, my tattoo artist. He was just like, he called me like crying, and he was like, "I can't believe like we did that." And then this, well, he took credit. No, yeah, he basically. <laughs> But like, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the car accident was so right. bad that like we went to the impound lot and the guy was like, did you know the people in this car? Because I didn't realize on the news, wow. they said two people died on the highway. It was missing. It was miss. Uh, the, some police report got mixed up. And so the tow truck driver, the tow lot thought that we were coming to like claim the car or what. Or look through it. Yeah. Personal stuff. So when I look at this, you know, it's. Yeah. But I hear you, man. On this, on this, uh, I, I speak about it a lot, and and you you probably know my story well enough to know that yeah, you go through these things, which you have, I have, yeah, a lot of us have, yeah. It's the reason that you're, you know your tattoo says "Thrive," this podcast yep. says "Forward," because I for love me, it. it's just this, you know, it, it it's it's just a forward motion and movement and mentality, and it and this this idea of stripping away just the bullshit, like yeah. you just said. Um, and what I speak to is uh, is this idea that it leaves you in a place of, of being fearless, <laughs> and but can sometimes, and you, I'm sure you can appreciate this, sometimes can border on reckless. Yes, which that's wow. that's the line you get to. Yeah, and you got to go. Whoa, okay, that's fearless is good, reckless is bad. That's just that's like three years of th therapy, right? <laughs> that's I. That's so true. I mean, I've. I keep thinking about that idea of when, like, I, you know, I live this life and, you know, it is reckless at times, but I have this mentality of you gotta, like, you gotta go for it. Mm. And if you set yourself up without, again, that safety net, 
you are putting yourself at risk for giant failure and disappointment, yeah, right. but you're also putting yourself with the opportunity for great joy and the you know the the highest levels mm. and like there there is this there's a lot of paths you can take where you don't lend yourself to those opportunities you can take a much safer way and i'm not you know most nights i would love to just be home with my cats and my wife and just yeah. you know I, I love that too but i also love those chances of like i call it like chase the dawn you know of just like <laughs> let's let's see like let's see what is there and you know like that night in barcelona with the i mean the, yeah. the, so so for the listeners i i read this article on i think it's on stereo gum yeah. which is like a big influential yeah. music thing and you run into this journalist this young kid um uh oh, what was his ryan name? yeah ryan lees or, yeah and, and and you proceed to invite him along on this party and you boys are rolling mm, yeah dude it was well. It was one of the like we, Jason. We toured so hard on that. I mean, <laughs> we were we were gone for two years straight, yeah. and you know it doesn't happen. As I said to my mom, it doesn't happen. Did your every mother night. read the article? <laughs> I think she didn't read it, but someone told probably the 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 little right. town. Someone called her and like, "Did you see what?" So and and I I expressed to her that I was like, "A, it's a bit of smoke and mirrors," you know, which is kind of. A way to like, let her down you, easy. That the, that w that Midwestern accent comes out a lot more when you're like talking about your mom. Like, yeah, like, like, smoking <laughs> mirrors. Yeah. yeah, and it was. But the night was. I just like we played the biggest stage we'd ever played. It was like the main stage at this. The festival is right on the the uh, where the Olympics took place. So yeah. it's there's the water right there and. So Bar Barcelona is amazing. It's one of my it's one of the most beautiful cities yeah. I've ever been to it's, in my it's, life. It's the second best city in Europe. Yeah, and the people there are Behind so Paris. similar to like yeah. I like Love it. They're they're open, they're open to the same experiences I wanted. And so we had, you know, we had a night and it was and like one of my I love like dance music and like the idea of like rave culture because mm -hmm. it's a community. It's like it's not drunk people getting like macho and i that, there's an energy that i don't like when people are drinking too much but right. when they're taking certain you know things Substances. that help a rave it becomes pretty love like oriented yeah. <laughs> so it was a long it was uh the details are all in there but it was a uh it was a it was, it a, was a long changer. piece and the the guy goes into this tremendous detail about how the party was rolling and i'm going oh my god i guess i probably in the back of my mind was thinking shit if i did that and my mom read it which is what you just said <laughs> she'd she'd think i was you know <laughs> you know living at some crack house i know or and i i'm you know the the best thing is though like the band of my size which are, we are not like by any means you know a you know we're we do well but we don't have like minders and tour buses or anything. Right. So you can't do that every night because you yeah. got to work your ass off. Yeah. You know, you got to hustle. You're still driving. You're still like 90% of my job is a truck driver most of the time. Cause yeah. you know, if you think about it, we're just transporting us to the next place that yeah. we can play for an hour and a half. And then we transport ourselves again to the, you know, we're like truck drivers, movers, yeah. loaders, and then for, an hour and a half, we get two hours, we get to be musicians, yeah. essentially. And the interesting thing, 
that I and I, I have to confess. I mean, I, I was I was I'm guilty of this. Is is I think most people, I, I didn't think that Heal was your first record, but I think most people think that that was your first record. And then as you go look on iTunes or whatever spot, you realize that there were three records yeah. before that. I'm which, fine with that. Yeah. Yeah, well, you seem like you're fine with with every, you're pretty chill, which is yeah, that, that's relatively cool. yeah, yeah. But it, and as I started, as I was doing my research last night, I was just kind of listening through the first three, and then all of a sudden you get to heal, which is a totally different sound. Yeah, to me at least, I'm not a I'm not a music genius, well, but it was. I mean, it's kind of like what you were saying. I think you know when you talked about being fearless, mm -hmm. like that was what I needed to do yep. then. Yep. Because there is, you know, even with musical genres, I was living in way too safe of a place because that kind of mellow folk music for me, at least was not, it's very easy to do for me, yep. but it wasn't challenging. You had a quote, you said something about, you know, fuck this shit or that word that this is before heel. You had some, <laughs> We're plugging I it or keep something. Running it, my it, mouth. That you keep running it. That's fine. It's working. Yeah. And that's when we first connected because he yep. was was so just blew up. And I loved I mean, I love music. And and uh, my manager Mark sent me the record, or maybe we got sent it because yep. of our connection With, through three. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit. I remember like, when you that that was like I called like uh, I nerded out pretty deep. You said something about shut in or one of the songs yeah. and uh, on Twitter. And I just like, I was like, I thought somebody was pranking me. Yeah. They're like, yo, Lance Armstrong just threw something. And like, you know, on your phone, you can get Twitter notifications. All of a sudden, like I looked at my phone. I was like, what the hell is going on? Blowing up. <laughs> There's like hundreds and hundreds of things on here. And I was like, it's not, I guess it's true. I mean, the, the reviews and you know, the, the, all these influential sites, yeah, whether it's whether it's Pitchfork or Stereo Gum or Rolling Stone or Spin. I mean, I mean, it was. The, I think they it was on every list for 2014. It was just, and it was it was a surprise, definitely, because yeah, sure. I, I was very used to hearing like, "Oh, you're the best kept secret." I was like, "I don't want to be the best kept secret. Mm. I, I need to make money here. Like, right. I'm not I'm not able to pay my rent right now, right. and my wife is like funding this whole thing with her job." And it felt like, you know, it felt cool for other people that I was their secret, but I'm like, I need something to happen here. And it was at that, it was at that junction point, the crossroads where I, for myself personally, I just needed to change everything. Mm. And I just, I went for it yeah. and, and I didn't know I could. And I think that's one, that's one gift that I have is being kind of naive to like what I can and can't do. Yeah. And you know, it's other people would be like, that's like, what, like, what are you doing? And I was just like, no, I want to make the loudest rock record right. I possibly. Can. And you surprised yourself. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, I didn't know I could do it either. And yeah. like, and every night, like I still surprise myself with playing guitar. Yeah. I, I like, it's not, I'm not ambivalent and I'm, you know, I'm not as big of a space case as I might like, Sometimes in my life, I kind of come across as this like big Lebowski character, but like I am surprised, and I like to I like to keep a certain amount of naive naivete, naivete, mm -hmm. yeah, about like I don't want to know too much about the guitar or making records because there's still magic. If you learn too much, your guitar could start looking like a washing machine. Yeah, 
you know, it's a utilitarian device and I don't want to know so much. Yeah. Cause every night, like even last night I was like, I hit some wrong notes, but I'd rather hit like, I'd rather hit the biggest wrong note than like be like a Berkeley perfect. Yeah. You know, like yeah. studio jazz musician or something yeah. like I'd rather it be a mystery. And those first three records you were, which this to me just blows me away, but you were teaching school. I was a second grade school teacher. Second for five years? Is that Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you're teaching. I, I have a second grader. Really? Yeah. And I have a kindergartner. So I, I'm imagining. That's a good age. My second grader is, is a boy. His name's Max. I'm imagining, and his teacher's name, Miss McPike. Okay. I'm like, okay, Tim is his teacher. Like, I'm trying to get my head around this and i can't and so but i kind of in those first few records i can i'm like okay that guy could be a school teacher yeah heel and and the, yeah and and the stereo gum article i'm like this guy's not a school teacher anymore <laughs> this guy's a fucking rock star i mean it was it was that kind of and it was at a jewish a, like yeah, a jewish a orthodox orthodox day school so and it was amazing like it was you know i like had every day teaching yeah that's great and i drove the kids to school I got paid extra that I needed the money, so I drove the van. So I picked the kids up and, <laughs> and then we uh yeah, it was I mean it was a really family oriented school. It wasn't that big. Yeah. And I had really contained classes and just the nicest kids, but now I mean long hair and a beard or no? Yeah. You did. Yeah. You look the way you look now. Basically tattoos. I had I had one suit. I didn't <laughs> kind of wore the same suit every day and didn't know how to tie a tie that well. But it was because it was kind of formal because it was, you know, like the rabbis dressed in nice suits. So I was like, man, I got to wear a tie to work. Got to figure. I called my dad and asked how he tied it. I was like, yeah. hey, tie a tie. And he tried to explain to me over the phone. I was like, this isn't going to work. Right. So I figured it out. Speaking of your dad, I read a quote that he gave you at one point. He said, he said, what did he said? Something to the effect of uh, why, if you have a plan B, you're not working hard enough yep. on plan A. Yep. That's a great quote. Well, that's, that's, I mean, my dad, my grandpa, like my grandpa nailed it into my head, said, make a plan, work a plan. That mm. was his thing. And he was, I mean, he was like, I, I was very fortunate to have a lot of family that were just like, you know, they worked their asses off. And, you know, my dad was a, you know, he worked probably 70 hours, 80 hours a week selling Buicks for, yep. you know, my whole childhood. And, you know, but I saw, I saw how much, you know, like how much it mattered for them to be, you know, like good parents and, you know, mm -hmm. my mom and dad and, but it was kind of that old school thing. It was like, I was also raised by my grandparents too. Like by the age of 12, my grandpa was a farmer turned, you know, just, he was kind of that, uh, Renaissance kind of, you know, he just did a little bit of everything. And in, in, in Northern <clears throat> Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, right. I love, I love Indiana, but I, but but you don't sound like you're from Indiana. No, so it's what's the closest big city? If you uh, were gonna fly out of wherever the hell you grew South up, South Bend, so like Notre Dame area, right? That's like an hour away. Okay, but or Chicago then. Chicago is close. Not that Chicago far. is like I would go to concerts, you know, in high school to Chicago. It was like yeah. an hour and a half away. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's that you know, in all my, you know, a lot of my like a lot of my, I think my family was. My grandparents were the first people not to be farmers. So they were all born on farms. And then they like kind of went, some were teachers, some were, my grandpa, my grandpa was, my grandpa Dale, my dad's dad, like in 1977 or something during the Carter oil embargo, 
when like nobody was buying cars, he got this, he was like, well, this is the time to open up a Buick dealership. Yeah, yeah. He got a huge, like, you know, GM was basically just saying to anybody like yeah. begging that yeah. started. Please, please have it and t- take a dealership. Yeah. So he did. I mean, that's that kind of fearless. I mean, that's my grandpa just made those decisions. Yeah. Make, make a plan, work a plan. Yep. And that's I'm, what I'm going to use that. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's simple as it I, can be. Speaking of using stuff. Cause I, I, I know you're going out on the road with Jason Isbell. Uh, yes the spring and summer and i'm a huge fan of his and he's been on this podcast and uh i love him and i texted him this morning i said that you're coming on and uh i just want to read you what he uh what he has what he had to say and and i didn't ask him to say this but uh this is he's he's funny he comes back i said uh uh, i see you're going out or you have strand of oaks uh, coming out with you for a bit this spring and summer tim is on my podcast today he says nice Tell Tim he sounded great uh, on late night TV last week, but more importantly, his hair looked beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing now. <laughs> you better slow your roll when you're with Isbel. That boy's he's he's talking about straight edge now. Yeah, and that's nice. I like having those moments where yeah. like he, but he what what Jason did was he took all of that. And and channeled that into right. his music. Yeah, it's no, it's it, it, and his guitar playing. I mean, it's one of those it's one of those situations where the gifts given are pretty bountiful. Of the fact that he could write a song, you know, as good as Paul McCartney or somebody like that, but then he can shred like Jimi Hendrix. Right. So it's, I mean, I, it's like going to school. That's what I love when you can support be the support band like we did shows with my morning jacket and uh jason drive-by truckers ryan adams ryan adams and you just like if you're smart enough some bands are stupid a lot of bands are stupid and they just think like i just want to be you know they don't understand that it's like uh it's a culture where you learn from others you know it's a lineage that these people that you're opening for did the same thing like an internship or like a little what what? or like like i feel like it's you know, it's like an apprenticeship yeah, or something. If you're learning a craft, yeah. And when you play shows with Jason or you play shows with My Morning Jacket or Ryan Adams, like you just learn, mm. and yeah. not just how to play music, but you learn how to be, like how to like. I remember I played a show once uh, with um, this tallest man on earth, one of my dear friends. He's a great songwriter, but he plays solo, plays these huge theaters, and his sound check. He played a few songs, but then he just was walking around the stage for a while, hmm. back and forth, not playing, you know, p- playing a little guitar. And I realized he was just, he was just getting familiar because with that space yeah. and just where what he like getting his mindset of like this is my home tonight, like yeah. this is where I'm gonna play. And like the best advice I ever got is someone came up to me after a show that I was supporting the the person in the band that was the headliner, and they came up and they're like. I got one thing to say. I was like, what? He's like, take your fucking wallet out of your pants when you play music. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, no one wants to think about your credit cards yeah. when you're trying to play rock and roll. Yeah. Take your wallet out. And yeah. from then on out, I'd never. Well, you're probably thinking, I'm not leaving my wallet in the green room. There's no, I'm not leaving my shit <laughs> exactly. back here for some, you know. I got 50 bucks some, in my name. Some per- person to go rifling through my shit <laughs> exactly. and taking everything I got. That's what I would have been thinking. I just put it on my amp. That's the trick. You get on stage and you put it on your amp. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the, that's the beauty of it. And, like, yeah. playing these shows with Jason, like, you know, because 
I played I played a show with him, I just realized, the first time in like 2007, 2008. And, you know, we all know his story, but when I saw him, when we caught up years later, you know, after Elef or after Southeasterner came out, I just was like, I was so proud. I don't even know him that well, but yeah. I was just so proud of him. It's such a good record. Because he represents, you know, he represents what we talked about, too, yeah. of just like, man. Talk about somebody that's fearless. Exactly. Jason Isbell's completely fearless. Yep. Yeah. And those are the people that I do, I do believe that people of our ilk find each other. Mm. And I find them through fans that come to my shows or just different creative people, different people. And, you know, like I've met, I've met people from all fields of this band and surprising, you know, I, I met like some like big, like movie person, like producer or whatever. Yeah. And the record meant, you know, like, right. cause I think I sent heel off into the airwaves and people, the right people found it yeah. for, the, for whatever reason they needed it for. Yeah. And so here, I, I'm curious, and I didn't go to the show last night because I'm uh, I'm old and and <laughs> young kids, and so it was too late for me. Of course, but what percentage? I'm curious. What percentage of the set list last night was from Heal, or is from Hard Love, or is from You Feel? Are you one of these guys? You know, and, and not to knock on him, but like you know, I've been to a couple, and, and he's great. I love his music. I'm not one of these Uber fans, but like if you go to a Bob Dylan gig. He doesn't play, you know, and, and he might I play I, the piano for two hours, and, or he'll turn around and look the other way. Yeah, and, and you have to look at his back, or yeah, yeah. I don't know. He, he's Bob Dylan, so he yeah. can do whatever he wants to do. But um, and if he's listening, I'd love to have you on the show, <laughs> yeah. Bob. But you, um, Bob. yeah, come on in. Uh, <laughs> you could be the second guest in this studio. That'd be cool. <laughs> exactly. Fuck the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. I want to go on the forward. Yeah. Um, no, so you know, the, the, you have these artists that are just like, no, I'm not, I'm not playing. Yeah. Or do you understand that people love that music and they want to hear it? Oh, I, I play, we play an equal amount. Yeah. And the hard thing about the old records is it's hard to translate those into like a rock band format, yep. like to reinterpret them. But as far as like this hard love tour we're doing right now is really in the beginning stages of you know we got a lot of shows, but it's amazing to see how the heel songs sound different that my head's different. Cause mm. I am in a lot better. Like I feel much more positive and strong mm. and like, so the heel songs take on this whole new form of life yeah. and everybody that's come to the concerts, like, you know, like the first time I saw you on the heel tour, like it was cathartic and emotional, but I left tonight with a smile on my face, like yeah. feeling energized and like, you know, uh, what do you like, like, there was some like fortified, like you feel stronger yeah. and like ready for, and that's how I, that's, that's my main goal of this tour. Yeah. Cause like the country or everything is and people don't know what the fuck is going on. No, right now. that's. And it's like, you get, you get after, I just want this to be that hour and a half where you get that night. Yep. That whether you're working hard or what your family or whatever, come and just be safe, embrace it. Yeah. And like, it get loose. I mean, I say that every night. It's like that's my motto now. Yeah. Like boogie, get loose. Like, cause that's what. Now you're bumming me off for not going. Oh, we'll be back. You'll We're be always back, back in Austin. Back. Uh, will you play me a song, song or two? I love to. And you can. <clears throat> Anything you want to hear? <laughs> How about shut in? That was like the. You can. You can, first of all, you can play. Well, that maybe just that's our history. We can. We can do that, or but you can play whatever you want. I and everybody who listens to this show religiously knows that. 
I may be the biggest Ryan Adams fan in the world. So that cover you did. Oh, I don't know if I can remember that. Right, but the but you don't have to play Wrecking it. But I'm Ball. saying Wrecking Ball. That was that shit, shit. blew up the internet. I know. Well, that was that was. Big. I just I, I that record. I it was like one of my songs. I I wrote like I stopped listening to music, and it was true. Like I got so depressed before heal. Like music wasn't even when music didn't bring me joy. That was. That's a problem. That's a big problem. Mm. And like that record came out and it it made me love like it made me start buying vinyl again. It made me like mm. it, it it just like reawakened my you know love of records yeah. and even though I was playing music it was yeah, that record though. That's a beast. So you can play whatever you want to play. But the only other question I have is and you're the musician so Nope, we've this is the first podcast we've done it here, so obviously nobody's yeah. played a song in here before. People play on the show before, but where is the mic in the right place? Is that oh, all? let's think. So, is this an omni, omnidirectional or okay? So, if it's straight, I guess split the difference because I sing louder than the guitar is. So, if you're let's see if I don't have a pick, so this is not now we have a little mini sound check too. So, that's I would pretty, assume that's that pretty cool. it should be kind of and usually when you mic a guitar. You want it a little bit of, especially acoustics, a little bit above the sound hole, because then that's kind of where the. But this is such a, you know, this is kind of like acoustic. Do you way. need a pick? I, don't, I think I'm good. Let's make sure this isn't too. I got one out there. If this is the first song played in here, we should make sure that the uh, guitar isn't isn't tuned at least. Yeah, I don't think unless somebody snuck in here and played some songs, this is def <laughs> this is for sure the first song. Dylan will be next. Oh wow! <laughs> I, I'm fearless, fearless. Yeah. You gotta we'll, go for it. Yeah, we'll, we'll put the email into his people. Does that sound okay? Faith in people. Why 
Why even take the time? You got your problems and I've got mine. Know my name, know I mean it. It's not as bad as it seems. And we try in our own way to get better. Yeah, I think that sounded pretty good. Does that sound okay? I think it sound. Dave, you got the the. My voice sounds like burnt toast this morning, but buddy, it's... you didn't fucking <laughs> keep burning the toast. I did have a little toast this morning. I did. I had it a little on the burnt side. Maybe that's why. I like burnt toast. I like it a little crispy. There are people that I had. I had breakfast one time with Michael Bloomberg, who was at the time was the mayor, yeah. and he wanted his toast like he wanted it black. I was like, who the what i mean you That's there's not enough butter in the world to make that come back he wanted it like black maybe that like billionaire secret maybe revealed yeah here yeah right burn here. your toast yeah increase that sounded so good what did you want to do you, you got to get you can play whatever you want do you want anything or well, I, I mean, I, I mean, I might, you know, if I said the Hotel California, I don't know if oh, you know. I don't think I can. No, I'm kidding, but I'm, I can't. I mean, I don't know how deep your catalog is in your brain. Of, think in my in my brain right now, it's. What is your? Is there? You have a favorite song that you like to play or cover or or goof around with or? Oh yeah, I could do a, I could do a Bruce Springsteen song that I like to play. Uh, I would. Right? None of us would say no to that. Great. Yeah, I uh, um, I like it because it. It's it's from my, one of my favorite records ever, Nebraska, and just that record changed my life. But it's also a song called Used Cars, and it reminds me of my dad a little bit. Sisters in the front seat with an ice cream cone. My mom's in the back seat sitting all alone. My pie steers are slow out of the line for a test drive down Michigan Avenue. My mind, your fingers, her wedding band Watches the salesman stare at my old man's hand Telling us all about the break he'd give us If he could, but he just couldn't Well, if I could, I know just what I would do Well, Mr. Today, my number comes in. I ain't never gonna ride no used car again. Well, the neighbors come from near and far. They see us pull up in our brand new. 
wish he'd hit the gas and let out a cry. Tell them all they can kiss us goodbye. My pie works the same job from morning to morn. Me, I walk home the same dirty streets where I was born. Up the block, I can hear my little sister in the front seat blowing that horn. Sound echoing all down Michigan Avenue. Well, Mr. Today, my number comes in. I Never gonna ride in no used car again Well, Mr. Today, the lottery I win I ain't never gonna ride no used car again <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Wow. I love that song. That whole record, especially, it feels like feels timeless. That's killer. Yeah, yeah. I mean the the whole thing is, it's 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 like mythical at this point. Like he went from making the river, which was, you know, man, fearless is come, that mm. that stuck in my head. Forward, you can have fearless. it. You can All have of it. Those are like, like the idea that you know the boss made the river double album had a had a hit off of it. Like yeah. he's. His fame is totally on the rise, and he turns in a four four track and recording is the it's the most ghetto, like s cheapest way to make you know this four track that record probably cost two hundred fifty dollars to make yeah when most records at the time were probably hundreds of thousands of dollars, yeah. and he just decided to make these like in his yeah in his kitchen. And turned in that record, and yeah. it's to to me. I think it's one of the most groundbreaking records ever made. And what does he followed up with? It was Born in the USA. It's, yeah. it's the greatest, you know, one of the best selling records ever. Right. It's six. <clears throat> I haven't yet. It's just it's sitting in my shelf, and I'm just waiting for like a quiet, quiet time to read it because I know it's, I know it's gonna it's gonna get me. <laughs> Yeah, guy's sixty-seven years old, and his energy is three-hour shows. Three-hour shows every not not every yeah. now and again, like all the time. No and intermission. Just, it's crazy. Yeah, but see that I, I love that this guy. He knows why people are there, what they want yeah. to, hear, and he just goes nuts. Every, well, you gotta like I learned that. That's again, you learn from people who yeah. are have come before you, and the one thing that I am like I will do every night is you need to understand that without fans there mm. and you're not placating to the, you're not, you're not just like, you know, the, you know, dance, dance, you know, like, you know, like whatever, like dance for us, like entertainer, but it, your fans are there. And if they weren't there, you're playing guitar in front of the mirror. Yep. And if you don't treat your fans with like, you know, you need to, they are treasures. Mm -hmm. And not, no matter how many, and I've seen bands two ways. I've seen bands play small shows and they know it's like not the big city. <clears throat> and I've seen them treat it like 
shit. Yeah. You know, like they know there's not people there and they play, they purposely don't play. Like Father John Misty did. I'm <laughs> getting into that one. <laughs> but that was a, that was a big dust. I mean, I yeah. don't know what he sounded like. He just stood up there and talked mostly. And then, and then but yeah. that, that was, yeah. You I guys mean, had a little go around there. That's but. why I wasn't allowed on Twitter for a while. No, but that's I think, like, I, and I'm a fan of, of, of so his music. I. I wrote like, a giant piece on him. I wrote like a huge uh, article, like a, like a glowing review on one of his records. Yeah. But um, yeah. but just so the listener and I make this mistake all the time, I'll start <laughs> talking about some shit, and then people are like, "What is he talking about?" But there must have been a few a festival in New Jersey. It was that, in Philly, my my hometown. It was in, yeah, where in I live Philadelphia. Now. So he yeah. he showed up, and I don't know if he was not in the mood. He played a couple songs and spent a lot of time talking, and then you yeah. know walked off stage basically. And then you and you you and he had an exchange. Although I, I read the exchange, I, I mean. It was pretty civil. Totally like, it civil. Was, I think it, from both sides, it was, and we have mutual friends. I mean, the funniest thing I'll, I take away from that is like. He doesn't, he lives in, no, he lives in New Orleans. He doesn't live in Philly. He lives in New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans, yeah. yeah. Uh, the funniest thing I took away from that whole debacle mm -hmm. was, you know how like internet, you don't burn, uh, the internet troll world or whatever. The, I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about, Tim. <laughs> I got no, and, I have no. What do you mean? Oh, I didn't see it when you added me at Twitter or whatever, and I was like, man, I feel so bad for this guy. Like, ah, fuck it. It was just like, but I had a little taste of that. That's that's yeah, that's there. But the best comment though of all of it, I read somewhere, and it just said, "Why are mom and dad fighting? Because yeah. <laughs> we look alike and like make pretty similar music, yeah. and we've got mutual friends." And I mean, it's you know, I just I was like, you know, I just wanted to. I think I was. I wanted to like support because well, those my are friends your, run the your festival. Peeps. Yeah, those are your peeps, dear friends. And yeah. but I think it's water on the bridge now. I mean, he's he's you know I'm excited to hear his again. I'm a fan. Yeah, and I've never gotten in he like gets a, into it with people. I'm a fan too, and I'm a fan of Ryan. And I think and then he takes a dig at Ryan Adams for for doing the entire Taylor Swift cover, and then he made it. And then but that one like seems like that one backfired on him. Yeah, but I but I appreciate Ryan because again, motherfucker's fearless. Yeah, he did it, and he wanted to do that. And if that made him, if that made Ryan feel better at the time, whatever he was going through in his life, then it, you know he was saying he toured a bunch, and I I could tell he was having fun with that. There's who has a problem with him covering 1989? Exactly. Fuck, are you crazy? It sounded amazing. Like I, I do know somebody like that has a Smith's record. I, I do something. know somebody that has a problem with it. My six year old daughter. Oh, because she I likes put, the She Taylor knows versions. the songs so well. When I put, if that yeah. song, if it's on Pandora <laughs> and it comes on and it's a dude singing, she, she knows. She's so mad. She's like, like, no, 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 no. I want the girl version. Yeah. So she doesn't, she's not, Olivia Armstrong is not down with that. Well, dare I say, I, I'm the opposite because I'm, again, we've said, I'm, I'm relatively old enough to not know any of Taylor Swift's music. So I heard all those songs the yeah. first time on Ryan's cover. Right. So I'll be in the grocery store and hear a song. Hear a song I'm like, what is it? Some this chicks covering like Ryan. Sounds like Ryan Adams. And yeah. it's like, oh, it's Taylor Swift. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I, lo I loved it. I did help my niece, though, learn a Taylor Swift song for a talent show. So that was, that was years ago. But So I learned that one. I, I don't remember which. It was Romeo and Juliet or Ro had something in it, but. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not like an active listener yeah. with the Taylor Swift catalog. What is it like? I mean, a lot of this. What you you write about, sing about, 
and put out is pretty personal stuff. And and I'm not, yeah. you know, we all have per, we all have stuff, right? Yeah. And and you know that we know, I know that everybody listening knows that. But you 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 write a, about some stuff that it's like, wow, like how does your wife Sue? Uh, I mean, hey, honey, I wrote a song. Should I play it for you? Like yeah. she's like, if that was Anna, she would be like, no, that you, I'm not down with none of that. I think. I think she's cool with the songs because she has been. She's the most supportive mm. partner anybody has ever had. Amazing. And you know, her dad was a pretty, pretty famous bass player back in the day. He played on a bunch of records, so she understands that music, that creative expression. And I think she really, she's always supportive of the songs. The thing she's not supportive is me using, especially during the time of heal interviews, as what I should have just gone to therapy. Right. And I, I, my brain was not in a. Yeah, we all make that mistake. And I, I do it on this show all I, the time. Yeah, I like say I shit. Spoke, I'm like, and I was like, I should have just said this in a room. Right. Paid somebody to listen. I shouldn't have said this to some blog or whatever. Right. right. And especially shit about my marriage, like, because that's what I. Re I don't regret. Like, those songs are the truth. Those. That's my heart. Yeah. But, you know, I think. And I just someone brought this up to me. But it's but if they're your mistakes, I get it. But if if it's that's, somebody else's mistakes, I would be. The, <laughs> that takes some stones to put that out there and come home every night. You know what pissed me off too? This happened in a few publications where she was interviewed as well, mm. and they just cut her parts out because mm. it seemed more interesting. But she should have just done all of those. Like I, I can't wait for Sue to do a podcast and like. That's because she needs to tell, you know, that I think I'm doing this whole hard love thing to tell her, right. her story. Mm. And like, I mean, she is, it was, and that's, I, you know, I don't play some songs off a of heel anymore. They're too, you know, I, we, I had this song Mirage here and I don't want to play that song. I, people ask for it, but, and I want to give them a good show, but I just don't want to go back right. to that place and. I just think, you know, and I probably struggle with, I do struggle with either manic depression or bipolar disorder where I'll just be so um, ecstatic or so low. Hmm. But I also have this ability to like overshare. Yeah. And, and, and not in like, and I was again naive. Since you got the mic, so to speak, or since you were seven? Oh, since I was seven. I, I would come home. I was going to say, there, yeah, I was just saying last night, like I would come home. And we'd TP somebody's house, and I'd be the first person to be like, "I did it!" Like, I, I just, I can't like, mm. or, or like, I'll meet like, I was the kind of guy that like on the first date I would just like the whole story would, like, yeah, I just like because I like connecting with people, but I'm learning that maybe it's not a good idea to, I mean, you said it best. Yeah. If it's your own shit, that's fine because you can you own up to it, but if it's yeah, I mean, if it's like I've hung up, I've I love doing interviews, but towards the end of the heel tour and this one, like, I've had people do the interview and they're like, "Let's talk about your marriage. Let's talk about whatever happened." And yeah. I was like, "I don't want to talk about that right now." Right. And no, like, but if you look at if you just put your name in the in Google yeah. and 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 it, I mean, it's one of it. It comes right up. I mean, I'm divorced somehow on Wikipedia, and I've never been divorced. Like, yeah. there's like Sue's like, uh, is there something you'd like to? Yeah, tell me? and that's how like the game of telephone again. Mm. You probably don't better like. It's like my aunt called me and asked me if I got divorced. I was like, 
no. It's just, well, I read this there. I was like, well, it's not. Yeah. It's just, it's that thing where they're always looking for blood. They're yeah. looking for oh, yeah. something to, like, dig into. Whereas, like, again, things are different and it's necessary yep. to do stuff. But, like, when Led Zeppelin made a record in the 70s, they didn't have to write a bio and a backstory. They were like, here is of our record. Right. Listen to it. Right, but Timothy, I mean, the, the times have changed. Oh, they've it's, changed. It's, it's, and, I, and I get into this crap every week on this show. It's just, it, it's, and it's only going to get worse. There's not going to be this point where, where the world collectively says, you know what, let's just chill. Let's go make some that, furniture or something yeah, let's, in the back. Let's yeah, let's go back to <laughs> Led Zeppelin making a record. No, yeah, this never, it's going to get more and more extreme and and it's it's better to not think about that but yeah i mean i think it's you know and it does help like my band i didn't have a label for my first three records and i was able to have send out because i would ship all the records myself and i was shipping them all around the world mm. because of the internet yeah. so it's like it's a it's a double-edged sword sure. of course and you know i just i have this new game show that idea i want to share here on the forward this has never been told before. No. Okay, so it's this called, is it. It's called... W world release. I'm going to call it the internet. And what happens is, like, like some of these racist trolls, some of these, like, misogynist trolls and all that stuff, what they're going to do is, like, they're going to be on a game show where they have to sit this far away and read all of their comments that they wrote on YouTube or Twitter to the person... And they have to like look them right in the eyes and meet them. to the actual person. Yeah, to the actual person. Yeah, they would never. I would do love it. to see yeah, that so much. If they knew, if they knew it was a real game show and you had it on a major network, they would do it because they, you know, they, they, they would. Oh, get that's off on true. That. That's true. Or but maybe if, it's not tell. Maybe it's just like a, like a hidden camera yeah. meetup. But you know it. I mean, it's 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 uh, Twitter. I find to be the worst. I mean, I, I get a lot of yeah. less so these days, but but the last five years, I mean, it's been. I mean, if you had to, to look at it from a percentage basis, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's an astronomical yeah. number. I mean, it's it's the vast majority was negative, <laughs> which is fine. I understand, uh, but uh, but I got but, more press for that Father John Misty thing than I did my record, this new record. Well, that's because that's a problem. Stuff like that, yeah, that would, travels so right. much faster. It's like being in a sports car versus a yeah. bike or something. Yeah. You know, it's like you're just like people are hungry for it and i just get scared that <clears throat> like i work i work better i'm a talker i love looking people in the eye mm. and being in the presence of connection human mm. connection and so then i get worried sometimes that i see like like maybe people slightly younger than me and they can maneuver the internet like champions yeah and i i mean i've got a phone i look at it sometimes <laughs> but i <laughs> I want to talk to people. Yeah. I want to be. You're old school. Yeah. I want to get coffee with somebody or yeah. have a beer with somebody. And, you know, that's, you know, it's just different. Yeah. And I, but I also see like, you know, I see how it helps other people. And yeah. if, if that's not everybody can, not, not everybody should talk as much as I do yeah. because it would be a very difficult and annoying world to live in if everyone had right. my gift of gab. Yeah. So, but. What was it, 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 and I don't know, and again, just this goes back to uh, the, how the internet uh, exaggerates things. Because if, you know, one of the things you, you would read about you is that at one point in your life, and I don't remember exactly when, you were living in a house, the house burns down, and you were, quote unquote, homeless, or perhaps truly. I mean, the, the, you, the, it slept on a, 
a, a, a variety of a friends' park couches bench and park benches, right? Right. I have no. Because homeless is a big word. No, and that's I. If I could go, and you can't go back and erase this stuff. Like yeah. I did an interview once, and yes, my house burnt down, and I I said like, yeah, I got drunk and slept on a park bench because I was sad about it, or like. I didn't want to, like, I had this weird thing of, like, not wanting to work. I was, like, 20 at the time. I didn't want to worry my parents. So I didn't tell them that my house burned yeah. down for, like, It was a, a rental weeks. house, or it was your house? Yeah, it was just an apartment. Yeah. And some laundry machine broke underneath and sparked it. But I didn't want to worry my dad because he was working so hard. So, like, I didn't tell them. So, like, <laughs> zero mice. I was living in my car for a while until I got, a, you know, like, saved enough money to get, like, a down payment on another apartment. But... It just like, right, and it's like it, it, there are truths behind all of that, but you know you can, and well, I know one thing, you're the only you would be the only person that would be able to say you were harm, homeless. Yeah, like, you, you, that's up for you. And to that's decide. a loaded word. Of that's course, a, yeah. So like, you you get to be the one to say I was either homeless or not, and yeah. so the, the internet can't say it. And if, exactly. if you never felt like you were homeless, then you were never homeless. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I've got... Because believe me, I, I mean, I've never been homeless, but I imagine that if you truly are homeless, you fucking know it. Oh, and it's... And there is that kind of, like, romance of, like, like when people, like, purposely move to... Like, young college kids move mm -hmm. to a bad neighborhood to get a taste of the, the real life or the gritty life. I find that so offensive, like... Mm. Because there's people there that are trying their asses so hard to get out of that mm. system. And, you know, and I think that's also like this, you know, mythology. People like to have people live in cabins. And, you know, it's like it's like that starting point of like the story of like, you know, you wrote a record on a park bench. You wrote a record in a cabin or you went in a submarine and wrote a <laughs> All of that yeah. stuff is just... You know, it's like taglines to propel something forward. Yeah. And, you know, it's part of the, I guess it's part of the record business now. But, and a lot of things. It's just journalism in general. Yeah. It's not Walter Cronkite anymore, like giving like calm, contemplative, factual information. Right. <laughs> We're living No, in it's a Bill O'Reilly. Screaming at somebody. Did or, you, and uh, not to get distracted, but I, but, but, but never mind. I'm not going to talk about Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> but we think we've got stress. Oh, man. Buddy, he's got some stress. I... If you could change one... <laughs> Mark Higgins, my manager, the darkest person in the world from the corner of the room, says he would like to take on Bill O'Reilly's stress. I, that could be interpreted like five different ways. Yeah. And I don't really want to... I'll let you... I'll let you... You're gonna have own that one. We'll let the listeners figure yeah. that one out. <laughs> and William, the, the podcast was his idea, so he gets to he gets to sit in here and and, and chime in from time That's to perfect. time. You know, it's perfect. Yeah, we should get a portable mic. No, no, we're good with two. I can't wait to get the Bluetooth mics, those Madonna mics. I call them when they yeah. come down, and you do from the road. Yeah, I, I was really worried you're gonna have like because I had, I had to choke with my friend this morning. I was like. Knowing my luck, this is going to be like an exercise. Exercise like this is a podcast. You decide like, okay, we're going to get some right. exercise. Yeah. Right. <laughs> How many push? Uh, drop yeah. down. Give me uh, some burpees. Let's rock some burpees. If you could change one thing about the music industry, what would you? Who? Um. What would I do? I wouldn't. Or or top three. Or you know, just 
Whatever comes to mind. That's a good question. I... Because so many things, again, are the double-edged swords. Like, mm-hmm. I would, I would, if I could change thing, something, I would bring back, and if if it's it's impossible, but the feeling of discovery and real discovery. And it's amazing that we have access to every song ever written, but what's special if you have everything? You know, if you eat, if you eat fast food every day, it's not a treat. You know, like, it was a treat when I was growing up to, like, go get McDonald's or something, yeah. and it was, like, awesome. But if you eat shit food or if you eat, like, candy every day, it's not special anymore to have, like, a Snickers or a bar, you know, like, whatever. Yep. Like, But with music, it used to be, like, if you truly discover, if someone, like, I remember, like, 13, someone was like, this is the Pixies. I'm like, I don't know what, the, what, what like, a f- comic book is. Like, no, yep. this is the Pixies. And they gave me Surfer Rosa, and it just. You had the cassette. Or, yeah, yeah, and my yeah. head exploded. Mm. And now, you know, your children, any, you know, like, you could be like you could first get a look at your parents' yep. phone at five, and get every Velvet Underground record. Yep. <laughs> Where in the in and and now you can even listen to Prince. Yeah. You couldn't exactly yep. and like, it's just that's the only thing I would change. It's impossible to do right. because it's good that we have access, and that's the that's the that's like the crux that we're all in right now. Yeah. Like I I read I I read some I I was writing it was actually that Father John Misty review I said we've tit sucked the internet dry <laughs> and it feels like we've gotten everything you know it's like we've been just over consuming for the past 15 20 years and even like something like netflix like i used to like even when you, even not that long ago when you'd rent a movie mm. you'd watch the whole thing because you got that's your movie for the night that's like your date night you watch a movie yeah. and now it's like everything is just like Click off, click off, new thing, new thing. Yep. So, I mean, that was the only thing I would, and everybody's going to find. I still, that's why I like vinyls. Yep. Because it's still like, I could walk into Waterloo, and I did, and I just, I could find like some, it's usually in the used bin, because you're like, you know what's in the new bin, but the yep. used bin, you're like, what? You know, it's six bucks for this, you know, and it's. Yep. So that's the one thing I would change. But. I think you're, I mean, you have four cats. I have five kids. So I don't, yeah. you don't have to worry about the cats too much. You maybe worry about the cats, but, but with kids, it, it's, you see it with kids too. I know. It's, it's, I know. You're, you may have nieces or nephews or whatever, but it's their attention span and they cut, they're Armstrong. So they're, that means their attention span is already fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but now you throw in, uh, endlessness you know, endless yeah. content yeah and, and i mean the pipe you know in the old days the, it was it was a, like a cocktail straw right mm-hmm. you're, you're the pipe to information yeah. and now it's literally you know well my my other thing is and i it has i mean you're the perfect example of it is like like i'm worried that we're going to lose excellence mm. and in the sense of like are we going to get another like because with so much access to everything, is there anybody that's just gonna like still play their guitar for nine hours a day only, and like, or like, like you know, bike? That's the only thing they're like. Like my drummer, like he, he's like he's obsessed with drums and bikes in his whole life. You know, like he's bike mechanic, and like he knows a bike in and out. Like, and same as a drum set. And I remember knowing like my first guitar every single you know nook and cranny but now it's like 
I even find myself not spending as much time as I used to on like going deeper into something because there's always something, there's always another exit on this information highway to get off of. Mm. And before it was just like a centered focus. And I'm slightly concerned that we're going to compromise excellence and like, yeah, everybody knows a little bit about everything, but are we going to still have people that are like craftsmen, like a true craftsman? Yep. Like, you know, and I mean, that's why I weirdly, when I was making my last record, I got into like watchmaking because it was the most comforting thing I've ever like been through. Like, because <clears throat> if you start watching on like Swiss watchmaking, it's the opposite of what I was just talking about. It's so precise. Yep. You know, some of these like upper level watches, they'll take two or three years to construct. Yep. And like 15 different people polishing millimeter size gears that, that millimeter size gear turns another gear. Right. And like, if it's a calendar, like it will know when leap year is just from winding mechanics. Yep. And I fetishized over it probably because it was, you know, it's, it is the opposite of, yeah. you know, how that yeah, works. And, but yeah, that's, that's my concern. I just want, but, but then again, I see, I see, you know, my brother has children. I have a lot of friends with children and that doesn't change if there's good parents. Right. Kids are going to turn out fine. Right. Like, it's just, even if they have it or not, you know, yeah. I bet people thought when the VCR came out, it's all over yeah. or something, you know? So it's Atari. Just, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tim, that's been great, man. It's Thank been you. awesome, Yeah, it's Lance. been an awesome hour, and your guitar's still sitting there, so I'm like, maybe I get him to play one more song, but we don't have to do that. I, I don't know. We'll see if I, let's think of one. Wish I could remember that Ryan Adams song. No, you don't have to. What do you have to remember about it? The lyrics. I'm terrible with lyrics. Well, I'll pull them up. Now we don't. You, you, you already you slayed that wherever you slayed it. Oh yeah. What about was... something from the new record? Let's play something. You have a new record out. Let's. Oh yeah. Then well, it's kind of again of that questioning whether. And again. Do you like the new record? I like it. There you go. Yeah. It's good. my. I still, I'm going to talk about heel probably for the rest of my career. Yep. Because it's just, it is what it is. Which is cool that you do because there's plenty of people. No, nah, I'm not going to talk about that. that, that I'm going to talk about that. That record allowed me to travel the world. Yeah. Like, and I, I'm super appreciative of it, but I love, I love newness and I love, there's always, my, my idea of success is always having something to do next. Yep. And that's what I like about the. Yeah. Next is a good thing. Yeah. Forward. Oh, I'm all about it. But this this is a radio kid. So that's the first single off. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like that idea of and, and special. Just, and and the, the only thing that in reading about your life and reading about all these things is is, is this idea. And, and almost every review that I read of the new record was that Radio Kids was a sequel. to. And I'm like, what do you mean a sequel? Yeah, I mean, they're similar in like kind of that bit of that rose-tinted glasses, you know, just like looking back. But I think Radio Kids is a little bit more, it feels sad, it feels more sad because you're just like, or there's like a resignation of like, I'm not going to understand, I understand, I don't get it and I'm never going to figure it out. It's fine. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a good resignation of like, you don't need to have this shit on lockdown constantly. Yeah. I'm going to pull up the lyrics because I like to, I like to, uh, I like to read read it while you're singing it. 
sometimes I have to do that for my own. I, yeah, I'm like Strand of Oaks lyrics. There's a lot of people that that they every song they have and they have the prompter below them. And I'll be there in like a year or two at okay. this place. Yeah. Remember how it felt to listen You fumble and you press record Strangest voice I've ever heard before Well, who the hell is hippie Johnny Feel like somebody's school I know I need to get asleep and maybe, maybe Maybe just one more And play it Play it loud on the radio I got my headphones on My parents will never know It's something that we had Before we lost control can't even pay attention It's just talk, talk and nobody listens I miss getting lost I miss just making plans And now it's just kids repeating I guess I'm just as bad as them I wanna get it back I wanna get it back I'll never get it back, I know So play it, play it loud on the radio I'm feeling sorry for myself, I'm feeling pretty old Well, at least I had that song At least I had that song So killer. Thanks. So killer. All that right. song live feels so fun, but acoustic is like, I'm like, whew, it's a heavy one. Yeah. I remember the first, not to get, and I'm, I don't know, 10 or 11 years older than you, but the first time I heard uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit oh on the radio. God. And, you know, this was in late eight, nine, you know, late 80s, early, I don't yeah. remember exactly, but I mean, it, it, it was in a car in San Francisco, and it came on the radio, and I, and I was like, "What? What is that?" And for the first time, you heard it. That first yeah. time, and I was like, "That is unlike in, that." That yeah. was, and, and and the only reason I bring it up is because I can, for my forty-five years, I can't think of any other time where I heard a song and I was like, "Okay, what the fuck?" Did yeah, last year rearranged your. I yeah. say rearranged my DNA yeah. a lot, like it because 
that's drug talk deep, but like it's uh but it does feel like if you get certain things to happen yeah. and especially a song, you're like like that that Isabel the elephant, that yeah. song. Yeah. First time I heard that, right. I needed like a week yeah. to recover from people that. my friends gave me all my friends that are Isabel fans gave me a lot of shit for not getting him to play elephant on the podcast. <sighs> Man, there wouldn't have been a drive. They're like, You're a total loser if you don't get him to play <laughs> elephant. Yeah. But no, I mean I I think that's what Yeah, that was I remember that. I was slightly too younger. young for Nirvana, yeah. but I remember, you know, hearing it. I hearing it a few years later. You know, it was always, you know, I remember the first time someone put on Dark Side of the Moon. Mm. I thought I, I literally thought I was on the moon. Like I thought aliens <laughs> came down and yeah. and gave us a gift or something. Yeah, yeah. That's a and music always will music will always reward you. And there's endless, endless, endless records out there, and yeah. that's what, that's that's why that's why I love making them and listening to them. Yeah, sweet, dude. Thank you. Thanks, Lance. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's been awesome. This is this is this is the beginning of a lifelong friendship. I'm ready, man. It feels yeah. like I've known you my whole life. Like I grew up next door to you. It's just natural. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. We didn't. Yeah, we we were a long ways away, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll keep in touch. Like I said, those beams find those light yeah. beams of light out there. Yeah. For, I'm a I'm a big fan. I, I'm trying not to geek out today, but I'm, I'm, so <laughs> well, good luck to you. Thank you, Lance. Yeah, thank thank you. you. Thanks for tuning in to the Forward Podcast. Like uh, like I said at the top of the show, if you have anything you want to say, if you have a suggestion, please. God knows I need suggestions. Um, or questions, or concerns, or criticisms, or whatever, let me know. Send me an email. Send it to theforwardpodcast at wedosport.com. I know it's long. I know it's a little confusing. Theforwardpodcast at wedo, W-E-D-U, sport, singular, dot com. Theforwardpodcast at wedosport.com. 